Yeah, I'm a little bit rusty. That was pushed the wrong button. Uploaded the podcast when I was trying to go to a second episode. But anyways, let's talk. Um, the vote. Did you get out and vote? Did you exercise your vote? Should you be shamed for non-voting? Do non-voters have any legs to stand on when it comes to talk about anything going on in the country? Because they are taxpayers, even though they don't vote, right? Some people still think that they can't vote. Some people are discouraged not to vote, easily discouraged not to vote, and they don't, and they follow that rhetoric. And then the polls, there's people that adamant about voting, talk about it day and night, around voting time, they're on it. And then what you call politicians, that, that's all they talk about all day, every day, is politics and voting. And then that's what they do. You got the stickers, I voted, you got your flags. You take time off work. You watch all the politics on the TV. You do this and you do that. You might watch your local elections. You vote in the local elections. Everything. You know, then you got your people that just vote for the president. Who has a say in any of this? You vote Republican. You vote Democrat. But a lot of people don't know. Some do, so don't care to think about it at the time. There's other parties to vote for. And see, another thing you don't may not understand about voting is just because they're on TV doesn't mean they they got big commercials talking about this, that, and other person. Doesn't mean they are better than a person that's not on TV or they're more educated, or better for for the economy. Some cases they may be, or some cases they may not be. Okay, so with that being said, let's kind of dive in into this portion of voting. Who should you vote for? Yes, voting is over. We voted. Tallies are coming in, they're in. Democrats got the House, Republicans got the Senate, and that's pretty much what it is, you know, but with that being said, there's other parties to be voted for, and say the major Democrat and the major Republican that won their primary, I guess, right, then now they're running for whatever they're running for, and ain't nobody on the Democratic side opposing them anymore. Nobody on the Republican side opposing them anymore. And then any other third party, the Green Party, the Independent Party, the Legalized Marijuana Now Party. These are all people that's on the ballot. Understand that. But also understand something else too, like people say if you really want to get do something to change or you want to get out and get, get your vote on, you really want to concentrate on the local elections, not the national elections, right? Governor, presidential, you know, because most of that stuff was just electoral votes anyways, pardon me one time, get this 
get comfortable here. So, and they have a lot of people backing them. And remember Obama did that no lobbying bill. He was going to put, you can't pay politicians, this, that, and the third. See, that's pretty much what it is. It's people fundraising, quote-unquote, or getting money. So they, they keep talking about this special interest groups that's big whoever is funding these campaigns. A lot of these third-party groups, they don't go out and get money from these big conglomerates to back them. You see, a lot of these quote-unquote third-party candidates is more grassroots. Now, people say, ain't nobody voting for no third party, no green party, no independent party. Who are they? What, what is that? I never really heard of that party. Here in Minnesota, <clears throat> in, <clears throat> excuse me, I believe it was independent or it could have been green party or one, one of the two or three. It wasn't legalized now party, though he will speak on that in a second. Jesse, the body, Ventura, remember the actor, Jesse, remember the governor, the governor, or whatever the case may be, Jesse, the governor of Ventura. See, he became governor of the state of Minnesota. He wasn't a Republican. He wasn't a Democrat. He's what they call a radical. Nobody thought it was a long shot for him to, um, it was a long shot for him to become what he became governor. He hit in his small city and town. He's like the local guy in Minnesota, right? In his area. So he was like on the office board or running something. So he had some background and some knowledge of what he was talking about. He wasn't just a guy, you know, that just woke up one morning and said, I'm going to run, which a lot of people do. And fall into those independent. And sometimes they fall Republican or Democrat too. And they don't have an extensive knowledge of what they're talking about, and that's how they kind of get pushed under the rug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now support us. You, you know, the real guys that's really doing this. That has the real knowledge. That real backing. The real pushing behind us. But he believed in himself wholeheartedly in what he was saying, and he pushed into his own agenda that people start to gravitate towards. They don't believe we can do it. They don't believe I know what I'm talking about. They don't believe this. Well, I did this in my past, even though I'm not taking your dollars to run on a Democrat or Republic ticket or whatever the case may be. He didn't run under those tickets. And he ran. And he went against his opponents. They were spending big money against him to cloud him out. And then he kept, he kept coming. He kept coming. And people start backing him. The right kind of people start backing him. Not these big conglomerates to push their agenda. They were paying him to continue to push his agenda. See, that's what we got to understand. A lot of these politicians or senates or whatever that's running these local elections and these national elections, your senator, your state representative, your auditor, they start getting money to fund their campaigns. Now think about this. Those campaigns on TV that they run during election season, 
cost millions of dollars. What? So if you start out with no money, you get a commercial. Somebody had to, you do some fundraising, some grassroots fundraising, some door knocking, this, that, and the third. And somebody funds you a commercial. Come on now. A million dollars, two, three million dollars on the commercial ad talking about somebody. Have actors. Have pay people to say stuff. You know, or pay non-actors to sit in a situation and talk about their situation. They pay, they, people getting paid for They ain't doing this out of kindness of their heart. They're getting some kind of compensation. So you got to understand that within politics. All that money floating around. So with that being said, that's the same thing that's happened in Washington. It just took a down effect. Now all these candidates, now, now this season and probably last season too, more this season I've seen than last season, or season, what I mean by that is, Electoral when it's time to vote season. All they doing is running ads against the other person. Now you're spending millions of dollars on these TV commercials. It's millions of dollars. You got to pay the cameraman, the, the writer, you know what I'm saying, somebody to edit, uh, some actors, the boom mic, the makeup artist. Just, you got to pay all these people. The advertisers getting the most chunk of the money. They just advertising it commercials on this, that, and the third, getting the word out, you know, a lot of that is being bought and paid for by quote-unquote special special interest because they backing you. You're going to push our agenda. That's kind of what we want. We're going to help you get some money. We, we, we doing this. We doing that. So, and we're giving you money for you. We're doing all this for you, but we want you to talk about something we want to talk about. And then we'll give you more people. Just how they do with the, um, I get 4,000, 6,000 likes type of situation on Instagram or that. You know, you're paying for likes. You get all these likes. And so people start gravitating towards your situation. And then whatever you say, more since you pay for all these likes, that's bots. But the real people come into, oh, I got a bunch of likes. Maybe I should look at this. Maybe I should like it type of situation. So independent people. They don't necessarily do it. It's like you and I. It's closer to you and I. We put we we say what we're gonna say, and if somebody like it, run with it. Somebody retweet it. Excellent. You know what I mean? That that's giving you more of a light to say more of what you gotta say. And like I said, the governor he ran on his own merit and pushed his agenda, and people kept paying for it, his agenda, so to speak. So it wasn't like he was getting money to say what they wanted him to say or to to their liking so to speak it was brash it was unfiltered it was raw it was real and he stood by that and he ran that i want to say independent or green party or whatever the case may be i can't remember but it definitely was a republican or democrat and he did to state some justice okay let's just understand that a couple government shutdowns he took the money when we had a surplus and he gave it back to us, right? A lot of these special interests, a lot of these politicians, they don't get that money back. You ain't getting no check. Guarantee you, you ain't getting no check in the mail. When you get a surplus, when the state get a surplus, you can get that money back. They don't give it back. They say they give it to schools. They say they give it to uh, hospitals, uh, police, uh, safety, uh, construction, highways and bridges and roads and shit. Now, everybody know how the highways, bridges and roads and shit look. How many of them went down? How many of them need to be redone? 
Okay, so we know where that money really going into them campaigns, into them private search and entrance. I, I don't mean to drum off your ear with that one, but the independent parties that legalize marijuana parties, they can get a foothold in this and change the rhetoric, so to speak, of what's going on. If we the people say, you know what, I like what he's saying, and I believe that he's really doing this. So, you know, I'm a back. I'm gonna put on a sticker. I'm a, I'm gonna print up a stick. I'm gonna, I put up a sign. I'm gonna tell somebody. I'm gonna tweet about it. I'm gonna talk about it. You see what I mean? And that's pretty much how everything's going. How it goes, instead of getting special money from such and such, you know, Arm and Hammer that makes your detergent start sending you some money. They ain't talking about advertising their product, but they're talking about pushing their agenda, so to speak. Talking to their people, they give you that money. And that's what we need to do. As a grant instead of just keep feeding these two monsters, Republicans and Democrats. We can start you can start your own party. we can start our own party. Or you can gravitate toward one of these new parties. You know, you got your Green Party, you got your independent party, and you got your legalized marijuana now party. Think about this. When last you heard that word party is a political word. Black Panther Party. Started out as a party. Okay. They started the first WIC program. There was a party. That's why some a lot of people was educated. Black professionals. Okay. Professors in that. And a lot of them was people organizing grassroots on the streets and right to bear arms. The Black Panthers was a Black Panther Party first. And then, you know, back in them days it was on brash, you know, you know black people carrying guns. Oh, no, they can't be a part of the political process. No, they thugs, they outlaws, original thugs and outlaws, or whatever, what have you. So, it was a problem. So, even though they still was the Black Panther Party, they was no longer politically affiliated with politics, so to speak. Right? But they, guess what they did do? Started the first WIC program. I don't even know if it was called WIC, you know, free lunch program and helping kids, this, that, at their daycare, medical supply, uh, all that stuff. They helped, they they created that. Created, curated, ran it. White folks took it, government took it, ran with it, squashed them out of the business. We know how that ended up. That was a party, political party, like a Republican party, like a Democratic party, like a Tea party okay so let's not forget about that you know how they say you don't know where you came from you don't know where you're going this legalized marijuana now party they still running that same old rhetoric about oh that's just trying to get people out of jail that's just people just want to get high legally this that and the third that's not what it's about necessarily i mean there's States that have recreational and medicinal marijuana dispensaries, but there's also states that use the cannabis for oil, uh, for hemp, for going for food, 
and it's sustaining people's livelihoods. It can be researched in many other ways. It's on the stock market. It's in more than one country. People are living off of this. They ain't just in the dispensary somewhere getting high until they pass out. Going to eat some food and going home. They making some a lot of people that's involved in the medical in the marijuana cannabis industry. They don't smoke. They make money off of it. They're not selling it bag by bag or or jar by jar. They're investing long term money. Okay, just think about this. People that smoke or know somebody that smoke. Remember when Reggie was out? See, there was no sticks, no seeds, no stems. Right? Then there was the hydro. Right? Remember when Amsterdam was the place to go to get your marijuana on? Do you even hear about Amsterdam being involved in the weed business anymore? You know what studies say, people say, you don't go to Amsterdam to get weed no more. That's bunk weed. Canada got a good high grade weed. Remember the white rhino and all that stuff started coming out. She started upgraded to hydro. And then you start learning more and more. Remember, you start learning more and more about it. First, it was just reef of grass and weed, ganja. Then it started being sativa. You know what I'm saying? Then it started being this and that. Or like the words that I just said. Higher potent. Then it was more putting it in brownies. Certain, certain kind of weeds do certain things to you. Right? It's an upper and it's a downer. It's used for medicinal purposes. You can extract the the, the tar out of it and, and use it another way. So, you know, the THC. So think about like how many people, they got to extract it. So they got to have extractor machines. So somebody got to be knowledgeable on doing it. They have the resources to do it. They have the time to get it done. If you didn't know this, I'm going to tell you now. The American flag, the original American flag, was made out of hemp. Marijuana. Because it was a thicker fabric. Now, they kind of went away from hemp as using it for clothing. But a lot of people still do. It's a thicker. It's not like a woolly. It's kind of like a wool, but it's not. You know, you don't got that itchy, that that uncomfortable feel. But it was hemp and it was cotton. Cotton was king. Slavery was going on. They couldn't America couldn't have that. And there was something else about the American flag that they wanted to not use hemp anymore. Now do your research on that. I don't know hundred percent, but I remember reading up about that back in the day. So clothes made out of hemp. Remember that? So, you know, it's a lot of different things, a lot of industries built around the plant. And it's only illegal because they wanted to get rid of the Japanese and they wanted to get rid of some of the Mexicans and the natives that was using this recreationally. So they put the fear mongers out there, those, and then they got it worn and abolished. Like, uh, just to get off on a tangent, but. Apple cider, apples was used as alcohol. They considered, I think they even did ban apples. Matter of fact, they banned drinking 
I turn it into alcohol. Apples. Okay. People was drinking it. Like that's why they got the apple cider, the hard apple cider now. Because they was using it for the alcohol, fermenting it. That's before they start making up the sweet apples. Yes. Apples wasn't sweet when they first came to America. Okay. They wasn't they were sour. That's how you was able to use them in alcohol. By original genetic coding or crossbreeding seeds, GMO, genetically modified, they was able to get a sweet apple, which brought it back. Say, no, we're going to start using this for apple pies. And then the kids are going to be eating it's a nice apple tree to put in the yard for the kids. This and then the third is sweet now. That's why even now apples keep coming out New Year. You got a Macintosh apple, a Washington apple, a Honeycrisp apple. Because they're crossbreeding. I'm going to get off of just what they're crossbreeding the marijuana. It's a legal plant. It's legal come from the ground. Right? So why, if it has so many health properties and just because somebody's smoking recreational, don't mean that you can't have it for a positive use. You know the medicinal, we've heard the stories. I don't have to get into that. For um, multiple sclerosis, health benefits for many different leukemia elements that people may have in their body. Marijuana will help with. You know, I'm not saying just go out smoking or use it. I'm just saying that political party can start there and get a grassroots in, in that recreation that they're trying to get everybody they can because they're sprouting this thing out. So think about that aspect. Okay, now the Green Party aspect is different than the legalized marijuana non-party. Just because say green is not the weed. It's not it's more, more environmental party. Okay, sustaining the earth party, plants and stuff like that party. But they all have they have other agendas too. Like you started building selling t shirts. Okay, you sold about 10,000 t-shirts. Okay, now what? Now you're selling cups with some of them t-shirts on. Now you're selling uh, whatever. Hats. What emblems and this and that and slogans and this and that on them. You start out a certain way and you move more to helping that agenda on that tree. That's a seed to a tree to another movement. So the Green Party is more about healthier living for the environment. I haven't dive a hundred percent into that, but that's you know that's pretty much. So go to greenparty.com to learn more about that. Legalize marijuana now. Maybe you can type in your state to see if they have it, or just go to legalizemarijuanaNow.com or .org site, and then they will start showing you which states have this campaign running in their state and maybe they have your state in there and you can learn more about it then they got the independent party i think that was the original ross perot party remember that was kind of radical you know they thought ross perot so racist so this and so that's third this that the third you know what i mean so the independent party which was the original third party you got the Democrats and republicans they wouldn't these three or four parties that i'm talking about here are Started at the earliest against the Independent Party was started in 1967. And the 
Green Party was, I guess, probably restarted or started in like the 2000s. Uh, the marijuana legalized marijuana now party started in like 2011, 2012. Okay, so they started. Who say we can't start another party of our own? Like the Black Panther Party started and was disinvolved, dis, dis disassembled, whatever the case may be. And we know about what uh, I'm gonna say Rockefeller, but uh, you've seen American Gangsters, uh, that guy from the Federal Bill of Investigation. FBI, Cointel Pro, that guy, Hoover, what he started, to, he his agenda was only to get rid of the black man in the Black Panther Party by any means necessary. He was a head of federal investigation. So he was outside of the government, right? Outside of the government. Just like the central banks. Federal Reserve is not a federal program. It's not a part of the Fed. It's not a part of the government. It's a private business. The Federal Reserve, where all our money is, it's private. I don't want to go off on a tangent on that. I just want to let you understand how they separate what we don't know about. The Independent Party, like I said, was started in 1967. And then, you know, that's more of a. I want to say America first. So it's been '67. So it's right now. I looked up on their page. They they were they were bigging up Pence and and Trump. Excuse the background noise. You see what I'm saying? So Independent Party, which was more like a radical. Oh, it's not going to look. So now the Republicans is more like the radicals, like what the Ross Perot was more of a racist white supremacist organization. Pretty much what the independent party kind of gravitated towards. I kind of got some of their funding, so that's kind of what's pushing their agenda. Right? But it's still an independent party where they don't really go with the right or the left. They may listen to them because they're independent. Right? It's an independent party. That was their stance. That was their absolute. Not saying they're not going to talk to the Democrats or the Republicans to see their way. They had a stand. You know, back in the early 90s, and they, you know, they, they were making clout. They was making moves. But now you don't see them because the lines are start, it has blurred party politics, money involved, you know. So they kind of got washed out. But there's they're on the ticket still. They're still on the ticket. They just don't advertise on TV like that, you know. But that's, that's kind of what we got to start thinking about because... If we don't create our own party or gravitate towards one of these other parties, they're going to keep on, Republicans are going to keep on saying, I got the white rich vote. Or no matter where I got the white vote, Democrats are going to say, I, I got the black vote. I got the female vote. I got the everybody else vote other than uh, mainstream white men vote. You know what I mean? It's $800,000 a year make money making people vote. Opposed to the poor vote. You know what I mean? See how they conglomerate. See they conglomerate black people in the same category. They conglomerate everybody else. Why can't everybody have their own party and their own party agenda? Why? Because they not get enough clout separated. And divided we fall, united we stand. But a whole people, there's some black people that's Republicans and that 
but they're kind of separated from the rest of the black folks and that they don't have, you know, they get privileged and they got, there we go. Got something for that ass. See, seeing that they got, you know, clout, I guess. I'm not kind of lost train of thought with that distraction, but, um, we have to separate what's going on here. We got to gravitate more to it. We got to get out of this Democratic Party as far as everybody else. It's the 99% the 1%, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? And if you want to be a Republican, be a Republican. But you can be a Republican and not listen to the dominant society rhetoric and run with that. Or you can start your own party your own agenda, you know, to make this thing bigger. Now, I think personally, I've seen the poll that says, should you get the day off after voting? I think you should get the voters day off. You you should be able to not go to work when it's time to vote. When it's time to vote. See what happened in Georgia. My man D.I. was saying that uh, on his podcast today, was saying that um, people get up to the voting station at 6, 7 o'clock in the morning, and all of a sudden, the voting stations ain't got no power cords. Hmm. My lady was turned away when she went up there to vote because she didn't have proper identification. Excuse me. If you're a registered voter, you just walk in there and get your ballot and go vote. You walk in there, you tell them your address, you get your your, your piece of paper, you fill it out, and you and you install that vote into that ballot and you leave. You don't got to show ID. She not, didn't know that. They wanted to see her ID. She didn't have it. They said, well, you need your ID. In order to vote, which is illegal because you don't need your ID to vote if you didn't know that. Okay. And politicians hiding votes like they did in Florida, like they did in Georgia, slowing down the vote. A lot of people are doing a lot of early vote, but the people that just, I'm going to go to my voting station and vote. I'm not going to hand my ballot to somebody and then go about my business. You know what I mean? Because they can grab your ballot and have another ballot, blank ballot, fill it out, say it was you, put it in your box, slide in there and say this should you voted for. Remember that room full of votes? Again, I was listening to Thoughts of Myself podcast. The governor, now Governor Kemper, former governor, if he was an incumbent or not, I'm not sure, had votes in his desk, if I'm not mistaken, what he said, because he was in charge of a lot of political, uh, a lot of um, voting polls and this and that and the third. So a lot of had seventy. My man said seventy percent of the votes that he had hidden in his desk was of black people. Now how is that a coincidence? Seventy percent. So where'd you get there? We just go grab. How the hell you get it under your desk? Okay, so you gotta understand what's going on, people. 
better get involved in a lot of this stuff. Cause say in my for instance, in my city we voted we voted to have a black mayor, right? Okay, so we got a black mayor. And um people were saying he's like, No, I'm not gonna get new police on the streets. I'm gonna buy for people for the police to be re educated about how to work in the streets. And some people's like, uh, no, we need more police. Some people's like, no, the police out there, they ain't doing justice, killing people. We don't need more of them. We need them to be educated, to understand what's going on. Matter of fact, we need them. If we're going to get anybody coming in, we're going to need somebody from the neighborhood or somebody that can relate to the community in which they work. We need them to get out and walk up and down the street, shake their hand, or just walk up and down the street, going to these businesses, don't just sit in their cars, driving up and down the road, going into the convenience store, creating side deals, if you know what I mean, corner store, police, corner man, drug hustler, they all work together, not knowing, unknowingly, but they do, if you're smart, you can figure it out, you know, at the ass end of the total pole is a drug dealer. Even a, and even a drug user don't get fucked like the real did like they did today. Because you go stand outside the corner store and, and start selling your product. And then you leave. And then the police go into that same store you stand outside from. Given the fact that you probably got your drugs from the corner store owner or somebody working in the store. But the police is the one who gave it to them. So once they get done getting their investigation on who selling their drugs, they can bust them. Yo dumbass. They not getting they not getting the motherfucking uh drug user. They getting the motherfucker that they can tag and get the most time for. They gave it to the owner of the store to sell to somebody to sell for them. Middleman distributor. Not saying it happens all the time, but if you think it don't happen, you're a damn fool. Okay. If selling, oh, I ain't gonna get into all that. But uh, like I said, it's gonna be a rant. It's gonna, it's gonna be some information in here, and that's that. It's been a long time, so I'm talking about a lot on this podcast. You know, uh, gotta be if you quote-unquote woke, right? Everybody's woke, everybody's woke. We better start paying attention to what's going on underneath the nose and how votes are getting swept up and how politicians are being bought. If you're going to vote, maybe you should know what's going on behind the scenes, behind that commercial. Who's funding this commercial? Who's paying for these actors, this voiceover, this music? News stations backing it. We see how certain news stations start backing certain politicians. You know, you can see when they're getting closer and closer who's talking about who in the positive or the negative more. Then your local news station, don't think they ain't involved in politics. They are heavily vested in politics. You can bet your bottom dollar about that. You see it. You can see it. When it when a news station goes commercial, who is 
what commercial is on. Or if it's the campaigns and for Democrat or Republican, see. And if it's from a Democrat or Republican, it's the positive or negative. Okay, then you can dive furthermore into that after that political commercial go off. The next commercial that come on is they the one supporting that politician's commercial that the news station just put on. You see what I'm saying? So if quote unquote uh Trump or your your Republican or Democratic runner gets a commercial talking about somebody else on the other side, and then uh Arm and Hammer commercial come up behind that, that probably most likely means they the front running money giving person to that campaign and dogging out the other campaign because they didn't want to take their money or they was going to charge them too much money to back them. Just like the Super Bowl. You got the Super Bowl coming on and you got the commercials, right? How much money is on commercials? So many millions of dollars. Campaign commercials is the same thing. They so many millions of dollars. They're fundraising. So now, okay, I help pay for your commercial now. Run my commercial right after yours on my favorite TV show coming up or in between the news when I know most of my people is what your people is watching. I need them to buy my product too. You know, I need some of that money too. Okay. And matter of fact, throw me in. I got some more money. Throw me in after one of the top running TV shows on this station. Throw me in between the commercials that first. So in that first, second, second that go off, I want that top spot. That's how it works, people. It's money trail. Everybody is getting paid behind this stuff, you know. It always a big spider web. So you got to pay attention. We are consumers. We buy tissue, plumbing products, uh, uh, water, uh Whatever you buy, you know what I'm saying? That's why advertising, they advertise them right there for you. But who are they giving their money to that they got from you to run their agenda? It's a big game. And we got to be aware of what's going on. I mean, this is just like the Super Bowl of politics, so I'm just highlighting what's going on. But it's been going on. You know, Nike getting all that money. Who they get? Who they invest? They ain't just investing into themselves. They ain't just investing into us. Nike ain't just investing into clothes and shoes. They investing in the politics too. They ain't just got athletes on the bill. Okay, don't just think they supporting athletes. They support athletes, and you can tell by they wear their shoes and clothes. But they support other people other ways. Okay, it's a business. It's a conglomerate. That's how they was able to dog so many people so much because they, you know, people burning shoes, right? Saying they they going to stop supporting Nike, this, that, and the third. But they probably still got stock in Nike. They probably supporting who Nike supports, so they still supporting Nike. In another way, they just burning some goddamn shoes on a cell phone camera, saying they're not gonna. You already bought the shoes. Fuck. Do what you want with it. Do you think when they 
NWA's album got steamrolled. Them people didn't have to buy them albums. Them CDs, them tapes, they had to buy that in order to destroy it on TV. You ain't just really just going to the store, bust open the door, take this shit, go outside, and burn it in a circle. Police when they get called. They even, you know, something. Who's supporting the police? Schools. Huh? All right. Who's supporting the schools? Police. What? Who's supporting all of them? We, we, we giving our money. City. Taxpayers. But they using it for what they want to use it for. They work for us. So they take their money from us and do what they want with it. But if we say, well, no, no, no. We want you to do what we want you to do. With our money. Because we paying you. You work for us. We are employers. Okay. So that's. There's a lot going on. That's just that portion of it. And maybe I will. Maybe you don't want to listen to it anymore. Because maybe I'm going in circles. Maybe you already know this. Maybe you don't want to hear this. But. Mental health in the black community. Is something that. We all probably know about Charlemagne that God talks about a lot, even though he's kind of a kind of conundrum. It's kind of a if you want if you will, asshole at times. But that draws attention. Forty eight laws of power. Any publicity is good publicity. Cause they still talking about you, you're still relevant. And if you can if you can tough it out and still push your agenda, whether they like you or not, they still talking about you. And you can find a way to get draw more money off that. That's that's what Nike did. People didn't like Nike for what they was doing. They like any publicity is good publicity. So we gonna run it the other way. So the people that's opposed to the people that they opposed to is gonna like what you talking about. So they gonna support you more. Okay. Uh, be the dead horse. You know what I'm saying? But um, like I said, mental health is, is in the community is is something that we all need to address. And he's been dressing his head on. See, Charlemagne, I, I, I never liked the man when I first started hearing about him. For one, your name is Charlemagne, the God. What? It's only one God. And it ain't you, brother. You know what I mean? And every time somebody come on your radio program, you talk, you antagonize but that's what people was attracted to. They like Charlemagne finna come eat him. He finna, he finna come roast him. He finna ask him that question. He finna come expose him. You know, and early in his career, you know, people people was fighting him out there on the street. Remember he ran in the studio and somebody stole on him real quick? Hey, Charlemagne. Bip, bip. Ran him in the studio. He got to a couple fights. Okay. For doing that and saying that. But the man is starting to. Be, I want to say, he's starting, he's getting smarter. Okay, you know how to do certain things, you know how to move a certain way, how to get certain money. He was getting money, he was getting, he was cashing checks by doing all that exposing artists and that. Just like, um, Sway was exposing artists with the raps. Hyenas, and who wasn't hyena? They were just exposing themselves. Then they stopped coming up there and rapping, whatever. And they stop coming to the show, but he's still getting them, still heating them, still getting them checks, still talking about them when they do come. Because now you got to come. Now, for a certain amount of time, they ain't had no choice. You had to come. 
to the Breakfast Club to promote your music. Now they got to the space where they don't even need necessarily need. They don't even put a lot of rappers up. It's just every now and again. Used to be a hip hop radio show where they, you know, had drinks in the bag, rappers talking this and that, and all this and all that. And now who you see coming up there? Politicians. You see book promoters. They took some of the uh, drinks down. They started putting other stuff up. You know, and Charlemagne and God is one of the spearheaders of that. And I start as I started watching him, as I didn't like him, I started watching him because he was becoming infamous. You know what I mean? You had to watch who he's gonna roast next. Why did he do that person like that? Oh, he was wrong for that. Oh, he got that person. I was waiting for somebody to cook this person. This dude was fake anyways. He needed to go. So he became infamous for doing that. Then he started reading. Right? Started getting them checks, started paying them bills, not having comfortable at home. And he started reading. Started getting knowledge. Started talking to these people behind the scenes, shaking hands, meeting friends, meeting connects, hold on one time. 